1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session.
2: woo <laughs> <laughs> I like doing something there.
3: How's everyone doing? I hope you're doing well today. And Johnny, you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. I'm trying to decide what I'm gonna be for Halloween. What are you going as?
2: Um, probably a fisherman. And because that's because I've got my little girl as a lobster.
3: Nice. So you're gonna carry around <laughs> you're gonna carry around in a big bucket like a like a a, a a you know a boil bucket to boil her in or a big trap. Uh, well, uh,
2: Sarah's going to be a, a fisherman, a fisherwoman, and uh, she's going to be in slicks, I'm going to be in slicks, and then uh, we're trying to convince Xander to be a shark, and uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's really cute, I've seen it done once on a show, and it, this mother came out with this baby in a little lobster outfit, I mean it's just to die for, it was so cute, so Nice. Uh, I, I just, I just,
3: know I have to go with something. I don't even know if I have a kid to take around, but you know, in the neighborhood I was in last year, all the, all the parents got Jello shots. So I'm like, you know, you walk around the neighborhood in a costume, you get drunk. Here you go.
2: <laughs> See, that's the way it should be. Really?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're my, kids be or... even, my kids don't even dress up anymore, but I'm going. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, it's a a neighborhood like, I guess he
2: is too old. Yeah, it's too yeah, bad. He,
3: He's a sophomore in high school. He's he's beyond that stuff. <laughs> what is okay? I'm if it's quick, a little bit older, I'd take him around and have jello shots with me, but not
2: quite. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that middle zone between winter and summer. It's just kind of sloshy, yeah. nasty. It's just not fun. Yeah. Well, hello everyone. Uh, just wasted a little more of your time. With that. I'm I'm sure you're thanking us. Um, you let's so jump right into this. listening
3: to you, right? <laughs> What yeah, I in oh, yeah. who we are.
2: That's true. I haven't. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karkut, the that. director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. See? I did it, there you go. Jeez. Yeah. All right.
3: I, 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 I do. I do. Remind, remind oh. me to give you an extra jello shot next time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got something cool to share with everyone today. Um Unless you've been on top of things, uh, which you very well may have been. Um, there was an interview recently with an ex-member of Matt Cutt's search quality team. Um, uh, to my knowledge, this is the first time this has happened. Do,
3: I don't, I don't any, remember it ever happened either, no. It's the first time anybody from the team has has come out and spoken publicly about what they did and, and how they did it.
2: Yeah, ex-member. We're, yeah. we're just talking uh, outside the show here wondering uh, if he got an... Uh, uh, a uh, not so polite phone call after that from a yeah. A it's like uh,
3: I wonder what kind of non disclosure agreements they have to sign before going or before leaving. And, and I know what with the military, was of force intelligence, I had to sign paperwork saying I am not going to talk about anything I knew and or, or saw or did the entire time I was in the service for like seventy five years. I can I can imagine Google doing the same thing in some cases. Seventy five years,
2: Great. I thought it was twenty five yeah. years the, the freedom of information, or it was was it twenty yeah, five?
3: For me, i i had a i had a security clearance that to know the name of a security clearance you had to have a top secret clearance.
2: <laughs> All right, then. So. <laughs> what the hell are you doing on this show? Okay,
3: <laughs> chillaxin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, let's get right into this here. So uh, the guy's name was Andre Weir. I'm assuming I'm saying that right, Andre Weir, yeah. and uh, he was uh, he is an ex employee. And he didn't like give away the entire algorithm crazy like that, of course. He did give some relatively good tips um, that, of course, you should take a bit of grain of salt because oh, we don't know. We're, but we don't know whether or not he's
3: telling us the truth or not. But some of them really do. And she should, should really point out at that he did this interview strictly to promote a new product that he's launching. So he's trying to get publicity for some, it's, it's almost like a data diving link checking algorithm. It's some product that he's trying to launch, and that's why he did this interview. So take it with a bit of a grain of salt.
2: Yeah, well, and, and the product is, is in how to um, determine link networks by uh, who is information essentially. Except he's looking at all the different metrics of who owns what to try and find the networks and uncover them. So that's interesting. Uh, I'm per- personally quite interested from a competitor analysis point of view. I think it'll be interesting to try. But uh, so he says here um, one of the questions was what are your thoughts on the recent algo updates, Penguin and Panda? Are there more in the way? He says at this stage, Webmaster is out of his mind to still rely on techniques that were common practice eight months ago. First, eight that was months the first. ago.
3: Eight months ago, because we talk it's about like this when we're years. talking about Penguin. We say things that were working a couple years ago, he's saying eight months ago is too long. So that's an interesting t- distinction for me.
2: Yeah, and, and you know what? These days, I, I think of that as years. The way things have been going, that's eight months is a long time.
3: Yeah, very true.
2: It's been a shocking year.
3: Okay. <laughs> I, love his, I love his comment about paid links, too. You want to read that one?
2: Uh, why don't you take it? I can't see what so basically,
3: he, he basically said purchasing links was always risky. Today, it's not a question if you get caught. It's merely a question when you're going to get caught for paid yeah. links. So it's, he's, to me, he's indicating that their sophistication is way above what it was so eight months ago. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think that's very interesting. Well, and the one thing I don't
2: recall, I don't think we talked about the disavow tool in the last show, did we?
3: No, I don't think it had launched yet. Yeah, was, so just just launching.
2: Well, then we'll let listener sort of in and drop this in here. Uh, I think we yeah, we talked about it many times in the show that Google had to get their ass in gear and bring out some way for people to disavow links that they can't control. Because, frankly, there are a lot of people out there that scrape your, your site. There's all this. I've got so many bloody sites that have scraped Stepforth, I'm scared that Google's just going to decide that it should be dropped. It's because. Uh, it's obscene because all the different articles I've done over the years. well um, oh, you
3: need to get some quality content on there. That's all. Oh, sorry. I mean... <laughs> uh, huh. uh,
2: you and your top secret crap. Okay.
3: <laughs> all those um, old Hedger articles, you know.
2: <laughs> that, yeah, I'm not going to go there. No. Um, Jim Hedger was one of my ex-employees. In fact, he is the... one of the hosts of Webcology on Webmaster Radio, so... Check it out sometime. Sounds um, pretty
3: awesome. It's yes, 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 yes.
2: Um, the next part was he says, uh, not only this, but take PR for example. Getting a link from a high PR page used to always be valuable. Today, it's more the relevance of the site's theme in regards to yours. Relevance is the new PR,
3: which is really interesting. And I've said for a long time, if I had if I had a site about ice cream truck song lyrics. Right? and that was what my my website was all about I would much rather have a link from a PR2 site that's about ice cream truck manufacturing than a link from WebMD at PR8 because it's so much more relevant and, and it's just yeah. to me this just backs up what I've been saying for years
2: yeah yeah and and uh, I, I totally did a brain fart there and switched gears before I did actually explain what the link disavow tool was so <laughs> um, the disavow. So the idea is that they need to, you need to be able to disavow stuff you can't control. Google has finally brought it out. Um, it is <laughs> – Matt Cutts put out a video. It was pretty funny. Uh, he didn't mean it to be funny, of course, but it is so paranoid. It's like, but don't use this if you don't need to. Yeah. And I don't know how many times you said that. I mean – It's yeah, like and, last
3: and, resort only. Yes.
2: And did you hear that? Last resort only. He was, was pretty funny. But um, – it's good. I mean, it's really good because there are certain places you simply can't control. Now, in this case, um, he says it's merely a question of when you'll get caught when you're buying links. Well, there you go. At least you can, you've got some way out if you can't control it. Uh, yep. What's next here?
3: Um, so there was another question. Um, the interview asked him, uh, what are common trends you looked for to determine a spammy site? Um, and he, he gave a pretty short answer on this one. He talked about on-page signals like keyword stuffing and hiding things under, you know, CSS or you know, old-school techniques like same color, same background for text. No, it does, yeah, yeah. Um, he says Google. He said Google does not judge the nature of your content, only its authenticity. So any type of scraped. Um, Synchronized or or obviously poorly written text would be a clear spam signal. The um, third would be the backlink profile. So I mean things we've known for a long time. He's just just pretty much uh, saying, "Yep, you're right. That's the stuff that we look at." So uh, I, oh, <laughs> and the uh, the word I mispronounced here was not synchronized. It's I hate this word. Synonymized. 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 It sounds mm-hmm. like that's synonymized. Do, 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 do synonymized. (laughs) Good (laughs) God. Jello
2: shots already, huh? (laughs) No, I was straight for the hard stuff. (laughs) Uh, He says, uh, what are common trends you look for to determine a spammy link profile? That was the question. Uh, He says, well, a a very important one is, first of all, how many links are there in total? But also, what is the quality of the pages they came from? None of this is earth shattering, but, you know, we're, we're getting through a few of these. Do the pages look real or are they just there to host the links? What anchors are used? And this is what I really liked. This is something worth reading because we actually learn something here, at least some people do. The commercial versus non-commercial ratio of the anchors. I found that fascinating that... that Well, frankly, I'm always finding it fascinating when Google actually does something that's logical. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) that's logical. You know, they're looking at what words you're using in your anchor text, and we know that, but they're looking at whether or not it's commercial or non-commercial. Just that one little facet makes sense.
3: Yeah. And and I think one other thing he mentioned in the answer to that question, specifically talking about black hats, he says, in reality, it's very easy to recognize a black hat profile. All you have to do is imagine what anchors would have been used if the linking happened in a completely natural setting and compare it to what's going on in reality. And it makes perfect sense. And this answer, really to me, is talking about it sounds like they do a lot more human review than we might think they do with file analysis because everything he says here, he's talking about looking at this and looking at that. Do the pages look real? Are they just there to host links? Comparing Black Hat to what goes on in reality, that's human functions. I'm sure they can put some of that behind algorithms, but I think they're doing a lot more human review than we think they are. So I bet there's a lot more things being flagged for review that get reviewed. Um, than may have happened in the past, at least today.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. my. well, you know what? Let's take a quick quick break. And when we come back, uh, we'll delve more into this and get to a few questions, hopefully.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king
4: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula Tracking those rankings is super simple All you need is AuthorityLabs.com AuthorityLabs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools No matter what animal labeled algorithms affect your ranking you should be using AuthorityLabs Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge.
2: Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And today, John, John Carter? Yeah, I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
2: okay, so let's get right into this here. Uh, where's my darn? See, I was posting questions on here and I lost my track. So you take the next one here while I catch up. Question
3: question number six from this guy was from your time in he asked he asked from your time at Google, what are three on page tactics that you recommend? And and I'm a little bit hesitant to to recommend these same things that he recommends. It's almost like he was pulling stuff out of his, you know, pulling (laughs) stuff out of his ass that he thought people would (laughs) want to hear. Because he He's obviously not up with the times a little bit. So his first recommendation was, um, choose your domain name wisely. Having a good URL can give you a head start in the race. Well, yeah, you know, we know, we all know about you know keyword domains and, and the, the advantage you can get. We also know that there was a recent algorithm update that took away a little bit of that advantage. It wasn't as impactful as people thought it might be, but still,
0: uh, you should be saving for the future. But savings accounts suck and investing can be scary we combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing we call it save vesting and it's only available in our new app stairs stairs offers four to six returns no fees and you can withdraw anytime do your future a favor visit stairsapp.com today I've always been, you know,
3: your domain is should be related to your business. If you're picking domains based on keyword strategies, you're probably, you know, you're probably doing something wrong. Um, just, just, you know, if your if your business happens to be named something that's a nice keyword phrase, awesome. But socialmediatips.com. There you go. <laughs> you know, but but if you're if you're just picking out, you know, best apartment pricing, if you know, that's not your if that unless that's your business name, that's obviously a keyword targeted domain that's gonna get some if it's not already getting hit, it will get hit at some point from a algorithmic standpoint. Um, what was the other, next thing you talked about? Oh, basic elements like titles, descriptions, and H1s. Titles, I totally agree. Descriptions, yes, it's important, but not as important as the content on your page. And H1s are so out of date that it's just kind of like you know why even mention them anymore. I mean, I think even SEOmos did an in-depth study on the impact of an H1 tag on a page, and it showed that it had zero impact on rankings for a page. So there's there's a lot of to me there's a lot of question, questionable things he's saying here. Um, mm-hmm. The last thing, though, is kind of interesting, and I probably would agree with this, is don't put more than two commercial keywords in your titles. And I agree with that completely from a targeting standpoint. You don't want to dilute your page. You want to have it focused on one main topic. Um, so that's that's really good advice there.
2: And the obvious thing, too, which um, we all know from the Penguin, Day, which is you can, you can you can now overdo optimization. So don't over-optimize your pages. Um, so really, if you're keeping up in the times, he didn't say anything here that was out of the ordinary. What it was good to see. And quote unquote, so don't put more than two keywords, commercial keywords, in your titles, or Google will frown upon it. Hmm. You know, you don't usually hear anyone say anything that direct. So that was interesting.
3: Yeah, yeah, and of course, you know, always he, he mentions focus on quality content. Well, that's that's a that's a given these days. If you're not, you're already behind the curve.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now he says. Uh, what, the question was, what are three off-site link-building tactics that you would recommend? Or, I mean, he says, uh, anything that you can do automatically or at scale puts your website at risk. Thank God he said that.
3: <laughs> yeah, that I, I, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so he says, it, it, think of it more like relationship management. He says, if your website's about cheese production, reach out to the people in the, music, in the milk industry. Like I mentioned before, relevance is the new PR said, second, don't dismiss directories completely. I've heard people talking about directories being all the bad and about people to avoid them. This is not the case. Good quality moderated directories or niche directories are still worth looking into. And and I would agree with that. I, I don't think I that say- you should completely ignore them, but I wouldn't uh, put a lot of emphasis on them.
3: Yeah, don't make them your primary focus.
2: No. Uh, it's There's it no harm whatsoever in building a few from really ones that are just logical, great vertical... Uh, directories, but
3: especially if it. you can find local directories, because local is becoming such such a, such a large um, influence on search in general. That mm-hmm. if you find local quality directories, those are good ones to get in to give your site local relevance.
2: Yeah, and something we preached all time before: says getting three links from authentic pages will do much more than a thousand links from uh, sites that
3: are crap. So do the do the time, and you'll you'll get the benefit. If anybody's still using those services that say, we'll submit you to 2,365 directories and (laughs) 78,716 blogs, and we'll submit you to 46 different search engines, please stop. That does not do anything for you. 46,
2: that's a low-quality one. Usually, it's 46,000 search
3: engines. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We're getting a little better. (laughs) <laughs> I, actually, I actually did a test on one of these so we had a when I was working in my last agency we did a test we took um, a site And they promised to deliver us listings in, over time, basically you you build out like seven or eight different descriptions, seven or eight different titles for this one site, right? And they would submit you to, I think it was like 6,000 directories, but they'd do it over time. You could tell them, I only want to do 25 a week, you know, spread out over time, or I want to do 100 a week. We did a very conservative you know distribution of these things. We actually paid it wasn't much. It was like twenty bucks a month or thirty bucks a month to test it. After six months, we went back and we looked at all the sites that were submitted. We did a site colon search. We did we went into Google Webmaster Tools to say these are all the links we know about. Not a single directory that we had paid to be listed in, which was listed in Google's list of links that they knew about. Not one. <laughs> it was a total waste of money. Oh
2: God. And you actually did get links, though.
3: And we did get links. They submitted us. We, we had listings. We did not mm-hmm. have a single, single one of those show up in the, the list of Google links for through Webmaster Tools where they showed you the big list of these are all the links we know about.
2: <laughs> so this next one, I think you highlighted, it, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's good. It's good that people hear this.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, you know, he says, you know, um, the question was, are there any other secrets or tips you can give an SEO f- from a search quality member? And he's like, this is hard. But he basically said, there are many secrets in the Google sauce. And I'm aware this might disappoint you, but what I tend to p- tell people is the following. If you want to, please Google with your SEO then forget about SEO. And the, and what he's trying to say basically is they want you to create a site that's not intended to manipulate the algorithm, but intended to provide good quality content for your audience. And Google wants that good quality content more than anything. And if you do that, you create the quality content, you, you create, you know, enough of it on a regular ongoing basis that that, that it will be um, seen and, and Google will find it as you know, helpful and quality, then you get better rankings because you're not focusing on how do I trick Google. You're focusing on how do I give my users good quality information. Exactly. So uh, let's
2: uh, take a quick break, and we tie this up with. The, I'm going to. We are going to jump right to some questions we have here that uh, we better catch up on.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
4: Hearing about, do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers to friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial, it hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis.
1: Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day?
4: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. E-brands. Twitter management app analytics and mobile site generators.
0: E-brands.
4: Let e-brands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands.
2: Start your search engine and set your surfers into overdrive.
0: It's WebmasterRadio.fm, steering you into the winner's circle.
4: WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, we were discussing an interview that was done with Andre Maher, one of the uh, previous Google search quality engineers. And uh, we're just tying that up. Actually, let's just jump into some questions. Frankly, there was no, really wasn't anything of note left. We, did, uh, we do have a couple questions from listeners uh, that I think would be good to get to. Uh, one of them is from Greg Took. says, how can I determine whether my site ranking drop is due to an algorithm change versus a manual penalty? Well, my first thought would be, you got a notice from Google. Um, actually, it was part of the news we were going to mention today. Uh, to remind, yeah. like Google now reports practically, this is quote, quote, cuts, practically 100% of manual actions. So and report, the
3: report is in Webmaster Tools. Here, so you exactly. have to be set up on Webmaster Tools.
2: And you don't, necessarily see the email, if you don't check the account that's associated with your Google Webmaster Tools. Uh, you better go and check your actual tool set and see if there's any messages. And, if you and, didn't and, get one, the chances of it being manual are quite small.
3: Yeah, and, and I would definitely recommend... In Webmaster Tools, you can set up a, a forwarding for those, those emails that come in or those messages you can send to email address. Set yourself an email address. It's Alerts. There's something that nothing else ever goes to so that you know when you get an email to this address, it's from Google, it's going to be significant because they're sending it from your Webmaster Tools account. You know, find a way to make it stand out so you see it when it comes in and it's not, it doesn't get buried in all your other daily. Right.
2: Well, that helps, great. Um, if, Another thing is if it's algorithmic, it um, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be something permanent. Uh, Manual is a little tougher, right? But there are instances too where it is kind of sticky. Uh, I've noticed a few algorithm changes. I've kind of sort of uh, troubled new clients that have come to me who need help. And and, there's uh, a, couple,
3: there a couple. called Penguin and Panda that are algorithmic that you might think about that have caused some <laughs> major problems for people.
2: Exactly. Well, you know, most what is it? Was it 68% was what Search Engine Roundtable said, and this is scary as all hell. To many business owners, not understandably, um, of People that were pulled said they didn't get out of their Penguin penalty. They couldn't get out of it. Yep. Um, and in those situations, Matt Cutts was, was quoted as saying, might as well start over.
3: Yeah, but that that was prior to the, uh, the new tool, the new link tool. So maybe yes. now they have a better chance, uh, at least a, a, an additional chance, to get pulled out of there if they use that correctly.
2: Now, isn't that just a wonderful idea, though, for Google? Because as soon as people start disavowing links that they know they bought or that are, uh, are hurting them, then Google all of a sudden gets this wonderful database. And anyone who's on there who hasn't disavowed it, they may not even have noted these ones before. They're, they're really they're adding to their, their, their war chest.
3: Yeah, they, they get some definitely
2: actionable data, for sure. So it's, it's almost like they're incentivizing snitching. I know that's not true. In, in, in the purest sense, but because um, people have to do what they have to do to get back into rankings. But in a way, they've turned everything on its head. Mm-hmm. Like we're yeah. all, uh, the, the people who are hurting are now begging. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> uh, and before that, they were thumbing their news with them. Pretty impressive. Yep. Uh, the next question is from Craig Bikichi. He says In general, if you're not a professional SEO and just doing some of your own work on your own small sites, are there inexpensive tools to check backlinks and to help with link building that aren't, yeah, to help with link building. Now he was noting that because we previously mentioned Raven tools and, uh, link research tools and all these ones. And they're quite expensive. Um, yeah. now Majestic SEO is one. He said we were, he was surprised we didn't note. it. I was just frankly, frankly, just an oversight. Um, it's yeah, one we normally majestic. do note. Um, yeah, I majestic personally, is good. yeah, personally, I like A H AH more. Um, just because it's got a larger uh, um, set of Intel. Like it's got SEM rush type technology built into it as well, which is what rankings particular sites already have. It's all in one, which is kind of nice for almost, you know, it's a little more money though. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good platform. So other than Majestic SEO, I don't know, what would you use? I haven't done this I mean, in so long.
3: You've got a open site Explorer. I mean, you can use that on a limited basis for free. Um, right. You know, and Majestic, those are the two that I use. The the one thing I'd like to say, though, is if if you're not a professional SEO and you're just doing your own work on some small sites, if you're focusing, and I don't know from your question, but please don't focus a majority of your time on links. You know, focus a majority of your time on building good quality content and getting that content shared and seeded through social media. I think in the long run... Generating habits. I mean, you're going to want to build a few links here and there, but that's going to provide much more value for you long-term than you know trying to to, to, to build links. And because those links will be seen as artificial over time, um, because you're building them, and so try to keep your link profile as natural and possible as possible. The best way to do that is to focus on other aspects of SEO and let your link profile build naturally. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Great point.
2: And you know what? That's a great way to tie up the show. <laughs> so uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Karka, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to send them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash SEO101podcast. Or if you'd like, you can contact me by email, ross at stepforth.com. Have a great week, everyone, and tune into future episodes which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks
3: for listening, everybody.
4: are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
0: You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting and it's only available in our new app Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.